Got You Back Podstream is brought to you by Kinprint. For all your company's promotional needs, they do it all. Apparel, promotional products using the highest quality brands. They do logo design, signage, and printing. Kinprint will promote your brand with excellence. Visit kinprint.ca. Rack up two points. The first two points of the regular season for the Edmonton Oilers. The catastrophic slide is over. Convincing win tonight in Nashville against the Predators. Jason Strudwick standing by to break it all down. Welcome to Got Your Back. Live stream post-game edition. Brought to you by Sherwood Buick GMC. Not sure if you made it out to the Friday the 13th event or not. But man, was it a good time. The place was buzzing. Sold over 50 cars with their special pricing. Yeah, that's why they're the number one GMC dealership in the country five years running. If you haven't had a chance to drop by, you got to go see Phil and the crew at Sherwood Buick GMC. And you have to tell them that Got Your Back sent you because you'll get access to that special pricing. And on top of that, three free ultimate detail packages when you buy a new or a used vehicle. And they got uh, some oil changes for you as well. So go see Phil and the crew in Sherwood Park or online at gmcpod.com. That's gmcpod.com. We are coming to you from the Sherwood Park Long Shot Studio. Want to remind you that on Thursday night, Struddy and I are going to be live on location at Long Shots in the Park. Post game after the Oilers in Philadelphia. Come on out. Come say hi. Check out Long Shots. Great golf experience, great pub experience, lots of big screens, awesome spot to watch a game. Struddy will be there. Come see the Marvel in person. <laughs> Shake the gigantic hand and take a gander of the all the forehead glory that both he and I possess. As we, God, there is so much forehead in this shot. It's insane. <laughs> Yeah. Between the two of us, it's like eighty percent of the screen. We're not the same. I have thick hair. It's just the re recession stopped. It's not receding anymore. Okay. I just got a haircut today. The guy's like, "Your hair's great. It's not receding." I'm like, "I know. You're right. Thank you for noticing." Yeah, yeah. I wonder if you'd go back to him if he were like, "Woof, buds, woof." You know, maybe we, should, maybe we should get a line, get him on the show one night. He can be <laughs> honest, tell us an honest and open opinion. Oh, nice. Uh, Going to have lots of fun on Thursday night at Long Shot, so come on down. I don't know. We'll do some giveaways and stuff. We got some of these, like, uh, got your back uh, golf ball, mm -hmm. sleeves of golf balls. So, I don't know. Come say hi. We'll say the first however many sleeves I have of people that come and say hi. I'll throw you a sleeve of golf balls. You can watch the game, and then we'll do a podcast on location afterwards. So, look forward to that, Struddy. Loving it. Um, so, Oilers win. on the pod. So, on the pod tonight, here's what we're going to do. We're going to break down the win, and we're going to talk about all the things that were better, uh, but we're going to be real about it because it wasn't all pretty. In our second segment's takeaways, we're going to answer the question, who should start next game? Don't say it, Struds. Don't say it. Mm -hmm. You can start firing in your suggestions on the stream because in our Ask Us Anything, we're going to get to that. But in our second segment, we'll answer the question, who should start next game? We're going to take a look around the NHL tonight, too. Some interesting results, some news out of Montreal. And uh, Mark Shifley with some interesting comments on our Got Your Back NHL edition. So we're going to get to that as well. Strutty's world, ask us anything. And that is the pod tonight. But 
Oiler fan, you have waited long enough to talk about a win. So let's get to the breakdown brought to you by Mr. Dirk. The iconic men's clothing store founded in 1939. How's that? 1939, a local company. That is consistency. The reason they've been around that long is because they bring the quality. So if you want to upgrade, elevate your wardrobe, whether it be casual or around the office with your suits and ties and such, go see them just off White Avenue and 102nd Street, uh, Sterling, Dan, and the great crew at Mr. Dirk. They have a beautiful showroom. You can check out all they have to offer at mrdirk.com. Okay, Struds, uh, I will make a statement, and then I will let you run with it. Oilers lose their first two games to start the season. Not a great look. You felt like they might get shot out of a cannon tonight, and they fell on their faces in the first five or six minutes. I thought they were no good early in this game, and Jack Campbell saved the day. He was steady. He was solid. He allowed them to find their game and get a toehold. That's a completely different game if Jack Campbell isn't one of the only ones that shows up on time tonight. I can't disagree with that. You know, you, you look at the way they, they go in two, and, and I, I do believe that if they'd played it just a couple plays differently in that game two, they, they could have won that game, uh, but they didn't. So they're own two heading on the road, and they, they desperately needed a win. You think they're coming to just dominate, and I didn't see that. I didn't see that to start. Uh, they were able to kind of, as you, you, you say, they kind of found their, their way after you know, a few shifts each. Um, but luckily Campbell stood tall and I, I think this is a huge moment for him, uh, to see that happen because it didn't go very well. The, the first game, although I don't blame the t- both games really on the, the goalies, too much. but he needed to stand up and he, he, he can build off this. This is the toehold of a season that he needs. You know, you, you talked a lot about in preseason. Now we saw that now he moved to, to this game, um, where he was, you know, you heard the guys talk afterwards. He was the reason they got the two points out of here, especially early. We're going to get to the Weiss Johnson soundbox here in our first segment. I was actually just doing a hit with Lindsay Hamilton on Jay Onright's show. So I haven't heard any of the post game. Struddy, you decided to pull the post game clips uh, as we get to the Weiss Johnson soundbox. Do we have some Jack Campbell, Struddy? What's the what's the reference? Yeah. So Jack Campbell basically was asked about, uh, in essence, what the difference was between last year and this year and his, his kind of perspective or outlook on sure. being a goalie understanding you know the difference between me last year and this year and over the course of my career is like you know I guess it was learning that there are great players in the league and obviously I've always known that but having the mindset I'm going to be perfect and everything's going to go great every night is um, almost arrogant you know it's like sometimes they're going to make great plays and and score on me so um you know not being okay with that but just uh understanding sometimes sometimes you're not going to have a great night and that's what happened and wow i really like that that's the first time i've heard that comment understanding there's great players in the league and they're going to beat you sometimes and you can't be so arrogant to think you should never get beat in this league he beat himself up big time last year he's come back different attitude now, it's gone well for him so far, so the true test will be when the play dips. But Struds, I just, he's so calm in there. Like, all last year, we talked about how the players just oh, maybe didn't feel comfortable because he didn't look comfortable in there. And already this season, it's like he's just, that's just gone. He looks steady and confident and comfortable. Well, we've, we've mentioned this before, but he looks way bigger. He looks like a much bigger goal. 
but also he just seems to be in the right place to make the save. It, it, last year it felt like he was always trying to chase the save and trying to catch up to the save. This year it feels like he's there. He's already set and the puck's coming in. Now there's some times you're going to be set and the puck's going to go by you. That happens to everyone. But it feels like he's set before the shooter's shooting. He's he's making the save. Um, so you know, it's huge for him and, and it's huge for the Oilers. But, you know, he... You know, he, he did a lot of work this summer, but still in your mind, you're probably like, hey, what did I do enough to do the right thing? And I think we've looked at his starts recently, and we'll, we'll kind of just skim over game one. Uh, but I think that the starts he's had in preseason and this one tonight, I think he's starting to build a case for himself. Well, uh, if you want to skim over game one, he's allowed four goals in four games. Like he allowed yeah. one goal in each of the preseason games, one goal in this game, four goals on Good point. 16 shots, I think, yeah. in that first one. But again, we didn't fault him for a lot. The team didn't play very well in front of him. So some really good early signs here from Jack Campbell. Should they start him next game? Don't answer. <laughs> putting it out there, and that is going to be what we address in our takeaways segment. You being the goaltending prognosticator extraordinaire, yeah. Streds, I'm sure everyone can't wait to hear uh, what you are going to prophesize here because when you say it on the goalies, it doth come true. Uh, elsewhere around the lineup, Jay Woodcroft made some changes, right? Some tweaks. Some people thought it was a good idea. Some thought it was a massive overreaction. But he puts 97 and 29 together. More importantly, though, creates a second line. Didn't just go with the easy mix on the second line. The Fogel-Brown swap created a different look on the second line, Struds. So, honestly, we'll talk about McDavid and Dreisaitl. We got to go to that second line next. You made the point. And I, it's funny. You know, sometimes you'll say things that kind of stick with me. And I'm like, okay, what? Like, was he right or was he wrong? So, you know, you made the point about Fogel playing on his offside and how maybe he was having a bit more trouble getting the puck out of his own zone. Yeah. Tonight, he looked a lot more comfortable. Now, I'm not going to say he was perfect coming out of his zone, but honestly, no. Or, or it's rare to see a winger be perfect on their own zone coming out. It's a very hard play. I believe after scoring a goal or scoring, getting it out on the wall is the hardest thing a winger has to do. Now, they don't have a lot of other things to have to do hard, but that is a really hard thing. So I, I thought today he looked a lot more comfortable on that, on that side. Um, and he... he he and Hyman, they know their roles. They got to work and get it going. It kind of gives Nuge a defined role, right? He's, he's a bit of a facil uh, facilitator. He can be the shooter. Um, you know, he's he's kind of the, the brains of that operation. So, you know, it was for a first game this year together. I thought they looked really good. But I think it really was driven by Fogel looking so comfortable back on the left side. So with Fogel, when he gets that engine going and he gets digging, and it's almost like having Hyman over on the other side, and yeah. Hyman's so – like, yeah. like Dylan Holloway yeah. wants to skate fast and he wants to dig hard and he wants to do all of those things. Zach Hyman has so much more experience and is so much more efficient and effective with his hard work, and Dylan Holloway is going to learn that. But Warren Fogel has a similar engine, and I think – being efficient with that energy is something Zach Hyman's way better at. And I thought Warren Fogle, I don't know if he fed off of Hyman a little bit tonight. I thought the two of them were really good. They had good energy on the forecheck. Nugent Hopkins was really opportunistic. But something about those two together, right? Like Warren Fogle doesn't have second-line skill most nights. You know, the hands, yeah, some yeah. nights. I think back to a couple playoffs ago, buddy. I mean, he couldn't handle the puck and skate 12 feet without falling over yeah. or losing it. But it's come around, and tonight he fits as a top six forward. 
Let's let's look at his goal. So the play kind of, I believe, if I remember, kind of goes from one side to the other, and he pops up from the corner up to just just to the left side of the goaltender, but finds quiet ice, and the puck comes right to him, and he doesn't launch it right away. He catches it, takes a second, and buries it. Like I just love the instinct for what he does there. Now I don't I, a pure goal scorer probably would have one time that, and I, I wasn't one, so I'm not being critical. I'm just kind of highlighting what a a pure goal scorer do. Look at 29, how he buries there. But the idea is that he's able to get into those spots and he's moving well away from the puck. And I think that's what Nuge, Nuge is a very cerebral player. He doesn't want you to follow him around. He wants you to find open ice. Hyman is a worker B also, and he, he goes to net, but he can also make plays. So Fogel's smart. He works hard to get the puck back. And then once his those other guys get it, he's got to work to get open in that, that on that, some find some open ice. And they'll find him. Doesn't mean to score every time, but they'll find him. And, and they know he's not a complete finisher. But he's they're rewarding him, and, and the, the line's being rewarded because how hard he works getting to the puck and then working away from the puck. So I, I, I like it. I like that that duo trio right now. Going to get to the Weiss Johnson sound box here. Edmonton's first choice for all your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing needs. Their certified home technicians are available 24-7 year-round to ensure that you can get help whatever that may be needed. Their team is committed to total customer satisfaction. I know that. I've got the product in my house and their crews do a great job. All their technicians certified. They've gotten complete background checks they've undergone. They're reliable, flat out. Give them a call at 780-463-3096. Johnson, uh, Okay, we're going to get to the sound box in just a minute, but <laughs> we love the YouTube mentions here. And this, oh, you're going to keep it going there, Zuby? A little more love for Weiss Johnson? Okay, we're done. Uh, I like that executive decisions you'd be just made to, to let it roll a little longer. Um, we're getting some chirps on the stream here, Strads. Uh, why is there an apostrophe after the R in our title? Got your back. And so now a full-on what is grammatically correct conversation has started in the chat. Your doesn't need any apostrophe, says Andrew Joseph. Neil Garrity says, you're right. Funny, funny. Why are you focused on apostrophes with a great win? Uh, I, th- I mean, I'm the one that put it there. I thought it was kind of, kind of slangish. Like I didn't want it to yeah. be got your back. That was actually taken. I think there might even be another podcast mm-hmm. or something called that. So I went with got your, and it was sort of like slang, kind of like a cheeky little like wink, but apparently it's grammatically incorrect. Well, I have no idea, but I do know that if if Oilers fans are focused on that, it means they've all exhaled, <laughs> and and they're they're like, okay, we can we're gonna win a game this year, right? There, I think so. I take that as a really positive sign because I believe the last two games, the online stream wasn't quite as positive yeah. uh, as as or they weren't as as easily distracted as that. It was a little more stressed out. So McDavid and Drysaddle reunited on a line. We'll get to the Weiss Johnson soundbox. We have some Leon Drysaddle. Struddy, what is the reference for this clip of Leon his that we were about to hear? was asked which line was the best line tonight. Oh. Yeah, I think they're, they're our best line tonight. Um, they, they drove the play. and um, Nuge. You, you need that, obviously, um, on certain nights. Um, I, like, I liked all our lines. I think we all had our looks. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, same thing we all saw. They were they were uh, an excellent line tonight. What did you make of 97 and 29, the nuclear option reunited tonight? First of all, what did you think of them doing it? Because we haven't talked since then. Yeah. Be honest. And what did you think? I don't love that they're playing together. I understand the reason. Like, is it a desperate move? 
I wouldn't say it was a desk move. Like the team wasn't exactly buzzing. So it wasn't like they moved away from something that was working pretty well to something they thought would work better. They weren't really going prior to this, right? It wasn't like the team was really buzzing. So they moved to something they knew worked to hopefully jog a few things. But what I loved is I loved that they left Kane in that spot. They need Kane going. They need him scoring. They need him skating, hitting, doing all the things he he has done in the past. They, they need that guy. So I love that they put him there rather than Hyman and then kind of made a worker be second line. Uh, and then same kind of that third line was a lot of speed and kind of worker be. So I don't think it was desperate. I got it, but I don't want to see this, you know, for forever. They, I think they got to spread them back out, but for now I was supportive. what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I, I think like a lot of the team, they didn't start great. They kind of sputtered out of the gate tonight. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not trying to rain on the parade, but I sent a tweet after the first period. Like, don't be fooled by that. They did not play well right. out of the gates of this game. That was all Jack Campbell bailing them out. And, and, People say I'm being a negative Nelly, but I got to say it. After what happened last game, Darnell Nurse tonight, his first shift made a bad read and almost got caught up ice. First shift after yeah. last game. Yeah. You saw that, didn't you, Struds? Yeah. yeah you did see it, didn't you? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> he played fine. Like he was fine after, and I'm not yeah. piling on, but it's just like I'm surprised that the team wasn't better out of the gate considering the moment and the situation. They needed Campbell to save the day in the first eight or nine minutes. They're, they're obviously not a finished product here, right? They're, they have oh, God, no. some some things that are being worked through and some some working towards what would be the finished product. But you know, you you do need someone to pick you up at times and someone else to to, to help out. But I and I'll just put it like this: I would just like to see games as they move closer towards the end of the schedule, where they're complete games. We don't need a heroic effort with one guy getting five points or the power play going off or the penalty kill being perfect, although I'd like to see it, or a goalie play, like pulling a rabbit out of a hat. I'd like to see complete games. So, you know, tonight was tonight a complete game? No, I, I don't think it was. Now, Nashville put up a lot of shots. I wouldn't say there was a ton of perfect chances. You know, it, it, yeah, were, you can't have it both ways, though, man. You can't talk about how you played great because you only gave up 16 shots to Vancouver and then turn around and give up 42 to Nashville and go, ah, yeah, yeah but, but how ones. many great chances? So, not every shot's created the same, right? Like, Campbell I will made some tough saves in the early going, though, man. Yeah, I thought, but, I don't know what know. they're so let's look at totality of the game. How many incredible chances do you think, like grade A oh. chances were? There? They had lots of good scoring chances in that but, game. Yeah, but would you, so would you say ten to twelve somewhere in there? I mean, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, I Seven to 12, twelve good scoring chances. Yeah, but, where Campbell made good saves. But those, but that's kind of what you're going to have, right? Like a, a team, you're not going to lock it down to nothing. Like I, I, I think you're around that ten twelve mark of really good chances against. So maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I don't. But it's I think shots. that's. I mean, they had twenty five shots against with eleven minutes left in the second period. Right, but so so how many of those were great chances? And I know there were some, but I think this the shots at 41 shots, I think that was flattering to say that how well Nashville played, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think they came out really good. I think they had some good scoring chances mm-hmm. early. For sure, they were firing it from all over the place, but I didn't view that as a night where Nashville made it look better than it, like made it look way better than it was on the shot clock. Um, yeah, I thought I thought Campbell had to be really good tonight. And throughout the course of the game, I thought he continued to have to be really good. People are going to want us to talk about the McDavid goal. Um, I thought it was a great goal. And Jack on the broadcast talked a lot about it, like might be one of the best ones he scored. The one thing I have to say, man, (laughs) 
Like that was a really cool thing that happened. And it was like, whoa, that was nuts and everything. But uh, what the heck was Kiefer Sherwood doing? Like, did you see what he did? Like McDavid got up and Sherwood just skated over the puck and passed yeah. McDavid and completely missed it. That play would have been dead had a guy just knocked the puck away. I can't yeah. believe how horrendously awful he played that. And so I won't put it high on McDavid's list because on all those other ones, those other guys were playing great and trying hard. I can't believe that the puck was sitting there for him after that. I wouldn't even have it in the top 20 of, of goals. So that he just basically did a rotation on his knees. Every hockey school he ever gone cool. to do that. Yeah, yeah it's it was cool, cool. But I mean, he didn't have to beat anybody. He didn't have to skate through four guys. He didn't go that short side play like – I don't know. I I think it was a bit exaggerated. If you want to know the truth, I I he got spun around. He was on his knees, kept his balance, jumped back up, got a puck that was this lane there, went in on a breakaway and scored. Like I don't like. Let's not make a, you know create a statue of him doing that. This isn't the Bobby Orr leaping across the crease goal. I mean, yeah. I I I I don't know. I because I saw it. I rewound it. I'm like, did I miss something? And like, no, it's just what I saw. That it's might a, be the worst play. He for sure would ever makes in his life. If that was him, I, I wrote down the number. I wrote down what the heck was 45 doing WTF. That's what it says yeah. in my notes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, it was a bizarre play, but McDavid, look agile, right? He had to grind his way up the ice a little bit, was fighting through a little spinorama. <laughs> oh, look, the pucks there, grabbed it and snapped it. It was really nice. It was a cool McDavid moment, but it, I, but not I agree as, with you. Not, not even top 20. Like I, I think of so okay. many other goals that were better. Like I, I don't know. I, 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 I'll tell, uh, skating coaches will love that one because he kept his balance, kept his core strong, yeah. jumped back up and went. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Uh, what else we got to hit on here before we wrap up this segment? So anything else? We got any more sound or what, what do you got going? No, those are the only two. Those are the only uh, two clips. Anything yeah, else you I, need to hit on? Like we well, talked I, about McDavid and Dry Saddle, second line, talked about the goaltender, Woodcroft's changes. Yeah. But well, I, I oh, think, how about this? How about yeah. this? We'll talk about the goalies next. Would you leave 97 and 29 together next game against Philadelphia? You gonna split them up after this night? Can I answer now? Or are you waiting for me? Are we waiting for another segment? No, you're we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna give our starting goalies next segment. You're allowed to answer this one now. We really need to plan this shit ahead of time. So so this is what I'm saying. I'm not breaking up 97-29 because I like what Nugent Hopkins line did. Right? I'm I'm not changing those guys up. Like you know, when you get some, some, you know that Leon and Connor are going to play well together. But when you get something from another line, what message are you sending? You say, hey, guys, great job. We're going to break you guys up and put you back with your old centers. Like, you have to reward, um, or that's the wrong word. You have to encourage mm -hmm. good play and say, we're going to keep you together. So mm -hmm. if, you're, if you want to tell me that you want to put maybe McLeod on the wing and put, you know, dry saddle down and move up uh, – Holloway with Connor, I, I can I would be more open to that conversation. Not in love with it, but I'd be open to it. Rather than breaking up a line that had, in the words of Drysdale, the best line of the night. Why would you break that up? Encourage them to keep playing well. I mean, I would leave them together almost just because you don't want to mess with that second line. Like, just see what you got there. Right? Just see what you got. Keep letting right. those guys play together. See if they can put another great effort together. So you have to reward them for their positive results tonight and not make any significant changes. I smell some hypocrisy coming on the goaltending front with your boy, Stu Skinner sitting there. Don't tell us, don't tell us <laughs> who would strutty start. 
hurt in net uh, in the next game against the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, let us know what you think on the stream, and you'll have our answers coming up after a very short break. That was the breakdown brought to you by Mr. Dirk. Hey everyone, it's Kelly here from United Sport and Cycle. The wait is over. United's annual Hockey Day sale is finally here. Save 20% off on select CCM and Bauer skates. Save 35% off on all Bauer and CCM Pro Stock sticks. And save up to 25% off on select Bauer and CCM equipment. And for you goalies, save up to 20% off select Bauer, Warrior, and CCM goal gear. Trust the experts at your home of hockey for over 95 years. United Sport and Cycle. Are you ready to elevate your moving experience? Trusted for over 100 years, Ferguson Moving and Storage are your partners in relocation, ensuring your journey is smooth and stress-free. And say goodbye to surprises with Ferguson's transparent flat rate pricing. Contact them now for a free moving quote and use a promo code FERGUSON to receive $100 off your next move. Visit fergusonmoving.com and let them lift your expectations. All right, time now for takeaways brought to you by Redefined Health. <laughs> Reaper Reaper just said on the stream, Jason Crockpot Strudwick is about to be wrong on the goalies. <laughs> Wait, you don't even know what I'm going to say yet. At least give me a chance no, We know you. We know you well enough to know what you're going to say. We think anyways. Uh, takeaways brought to you by Redefined Health. If you're feeling unhappy with your overall level of health, you got to try their wellness lifestyle program. This sounds really good. A unique 90-day program, including daily meal plan, an exercise regimen, some video support and instruction, and pre- and post-assessment to help you monitor your progress. All that you get for 150 bucks. That's just a great deal from Dr. Tyler Fix. So visit redefinedhealth.com. Help change the way you are functioning and feeling day to day. And as we're getting into the colder months, what better time? And to tackle a little bit of personal health and when you know it's a little gloomy outside get the get the adrenaline going a little bit in the body and let uh, redefined help you with that jason strudwick's appearances on the podcast are brought to you by our good friends at kinprint if you are a new company did you know that kinprint can actually help you with your logo design and your branding maybe i should have talked to them about where the apostrophe in your <laughs> is supposed to go. Uh, really, though, they're uh, an awesome company that can help with uh, all sorts of different aspects of your business. So whatever stage you're at in developing your business, give them a call. They can help you with, you know, swag and, and printing and all that stuff, but they can also help you uh, develop your brand. Okay, Struds, how do you want to do this? Do we want to like reveal reveal our pick at the same time, like count to three and both say it? Yeah, I mean, you're the assistant captain of this podcast, so what do you want to do? I am. Okay, I'm going to count to three. Okay. So it's going to be one, two, three, then say the goalie name. Okay. Okay. So after three. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, you ready? Yeah. One, two, Campbell. Campbell. Well, I thought you were saying it as after three. <laughs> I know. I thought you I thought you were going to say Ben Gleason. Yeah, Ben Gleason should go in there. So you're starting Jack Campbell. Okay. Interesting. Now, I I would have thought based on the things that, and I, the things that you had said before that keeping both guys engaged and getting Skinner a chance to bounce back, I could understand that argument. So as much fun as we've been having, I don't think it'd be the worst idea in the world. But give me your logic for Campbell. Campbell had a great night tonight, 
And he, you, you have to, again, kind of reward and keep guy encouraging guys um, to play well. You kind of, you get another shot at it. Now, let's say, let's say Campbell goes on a heater and plays well for five games in a row. I don't know they start that. At some point, you got to get Skinner in there. You can't just leave him on the sidelines. Um, but this team's looking for some traction and stability. Um, and not that I think the goaltenders have been a big, a big issue, much less so than other people. Uh, but I, I believe that Campbell played really well tonight. Let him have his night. Good day tomorrow. Get back at it Thursday against Philly. So I am going on Campbell for those reasons. What do you got? Yep. No, I think you're bang on, man. I think you're bang on. It has to make sense. More than anything, yeah. the rest of the team can't look at it and go, and not that the players would care that much if they gave Skinner the start. No. But the bar that you're trying to set this year is excellence. It's one of excellence for this team. And every decision you make as a coach sends little signals to everybody because everybody's paying attention. And you need to be careful about sending any signals that anything trumps your best chance to win, right? You, you need to be careful with that. And not just short-term, but long-term as well. So I think starting Jack Campbell sends the message that excellence is going to be rewarded. Now, if Jack Campbell plays excellent again... Suddenly the balance of that conversation changes and now it becomes about workload and it becomes about needing two goalies and keeping two guys engaged. If Jack Campbell wins against Philadelphia, it wouldn't be an issue for me if they went to Skinner against Winnipeg on the weekend with the idea in mind that, nope, we don't want anybody to sit around for a week, right? Campbell got a chance to bounce back. Skinner's going to get a chance to bounce back. So rewarding him tonight, I think, is the right thing to do on Thursday. But after that, I think it opens up again a little bit. Yeah, I think it depends on a lot of things. How does the team play? How does Jack Campbell play? Like all those kinds of things. Because you're, you're really trying to build Jack up, right? Um, but, yeah, I'm going with Campbell, but my focus is still on the team's play. Like that, that is still – you still need to have improving on working on that. But for now, I, I would – there's no doubt it would be Campbell. I, I, if I was – actually, if I was Jay, I would tell him on the flight tonight, Jack's playing tonight on Thursday – Skinner, you're not playing. Just let everyone know. Let him get in their in their head. Yeah, I think so too. I wonder. Do you, do you think he would tell him that early? Like, do you think he would make up his mind and let him know that? Like, I'm not sure what what head coaches mm. do or what or what Jay Woodcroft would do. But I think it makes a strong statement. You know, it makes a strong statement. Say this is what this is what's happening. This is what we're doing. You know, I'm not really that familiar about. I don't remember when goalies got told who was playing. Like I, or not that I don't remember. I was not really in those situations. Most times, I kind of knew who was going to play sense who was going to be playing um and then you could always tell the goalie came off early or the one that got treated whatever like you can kind of tell right yeah but i don't remember you know where, where it's kind of a tie when they would tell him but i, I think a strong message would be just tonight say hey so that stuke again in his mind he's got a couple of work days ahead of him right then jack knows he has a, a, a um a game day coming up in two all right, good stuff. Uh, we're going to get your comments on the streams and ask us anything. we got lots of comments coming in uh, from people, what they would do. Zuby's going to be gathering those, and we're just going to blitz through a pile of them. So, Zuby, be prepared to go through a bunch of comments and ask us anything because we really appreciate everybody's contributions here. Uh, the thing about our takeaways segment can be a bit of a dog's breakfast, right? can be our takeaways on a specific item in the game, something like who the goalie should be, but it also gives us a chance to look around the league a little bit. And for those that didn't hear tonight, the Montreal Canadiens got some tough news. And on a local product, quite frankly, Kirby Doc, uh, the knee is done. He is done for the year, Struds. For a young player who's just trying to get some traction, 
right? Had a real opportunity to take a step in his career this season. Just devastating for the local product here. Really hard, you know, and you feel bad for him because he, he goes over there. He's got like Suzuki around there, Monaghan, all these other guys, uh, Slavkovsky, all these guys. And I've watched Montreal play a little bit. And, you know, they're trying really hard. They've got some young players. Um, but it, it, it just to lose a guy like that, it's just so hard. It feels like, a, you know, what is it? This is just like um, Connor Brown. Because they, have they played four games or three? It's it's almost the exact same. So you're now out, let's just call it four, you're out 78 games. And then you just, it's such a long time and dragging on. Now, not like the Canadians are going to win the, in the, win the uh, or get into the playoffs, but it's a, it's just a loss. And I, I just, I feel so bad for those guys. The good news is with, uh, for him and his teammates, he'll be back and ready next season. But that's a long time, man. You're almost 365 days to the next start of the season. Pierre-Luc Dubois makes his return to Winnipeg in victorious fashion. I think he ended up, uh, what did he have? I got it right here. Where is his stats line? Dubois, a goal, uh, three shots on net, 44% in the face-off circle, but played 18 minutes and 40 seconds. So a, a triumphant return in a 5-1 win back in Winnipeg. Gabe Velarde took an injury in that one. It looks tough for him. So that could be tough for the Jets as well. That's oh, a man. huge hole. That was the first thing I saw. When oh. I saw that he's out or could be, they, no one's sure, but it sounds like it's not just week to week. So, I mean, just terrible. Cause you know, he did a good job on that trade. If Chevalier got pretty good return for a pretty tough situation. Um, and Pierre Jabal is a good, uh, a really good player for, for LA, but if they, you know, if he comes back, has a good game and then Pilardi's out, I mean, whew, man, that is a oh, tough, man. tough night for the Jets. All right, wrapping up this dog's, dog's breakfast of a segment. Uh, Struds, we had a great cranberry debate not too long ago on the podcast. You said it needs to mm. be bounced off the Thanksgiving table. Right. Uh, we were fortunate enough to have Mark Shifley on the podcast, the Got Your Back NHL edition, yesterday with Pierre Lebrun and I. And I did a rapid-fire segment with Mark Shifley. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, I went there because, quite frankly, yeah. I need to know how the rest of the world feels on this one. So, Zuby, as we go back to the Weiss Johnson soundbox, here, uh, here's Mark Shifley from Got Your Back NHL Edition. Uh, Thanksgiving dinner, cranberry sauce, belongs on the table or get rid of it? It has no place. I'm get rid of it. It has no place. Really? Yeah. Come on. Not a With cranberry the turkey sauce, and right. the stuffing and the potatoes, and no go. No, Pierre, no go. you? Dude, hockey players don't eat any of that stuff anymore. Get real. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, I've been in this debate with, Str with Jason Strudwick for a while. He thinks it needs to go. I'm trying to gather an army against him, but I think more people are in line with you, Mark, than uh, than with Struds. Struddy, could you hear him, Struddy? I couldn't hear it. You so what did he say? Sorry. Yeah, Zuby, I think, had the wires crossed a little behind the scenes. He said it needs to go. He sided with you. And he said it needs to go. So Mark one in the Bah Humbug Cranberry at Thanksgiving needs to go. Did you use names? Did you use my name or is nameless? I did mention that that yes. I mentioned that you and I had been arguing about it and I was trying to build an army against him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Mark Shifley is there with you. Zuby, I'm, not sure if you can, I'm not sure if you can make it so Struds and I can hear the the sound when you go to it, Zuby. Yeah, um, I switched no it. Worries. I switched yeah, no it. You worries. guys will hear the next one. Yeah. Uh, listen, and also, given the fact that the podcast is called Got Your Back, because on all things Oilers, we got your back. You want news, analysis, opinion, we got your back, with mm -hmm. an apostrophe after the R. 
but also because we love getting stories from people about a time in their life where someone had their back. And so we also asked Mars Shifley that. Take a quick listen to Shifley's answer. I loved his story. You know, my, uh, my billet parents in, uh, in Winnipeg, the Drilagos, uh, you know, when I, when I first came to Winnipeg, I didn't have my license. Um, you know, they had to, they had to pick me up. Um, you know, they had to pick, they had to drive me, pick me up from the rink. So I'm in the NHL playing NHL games and I'm getting a ride from my, from my billet dad. Um, and when it was a funny one, it was like, I, I got dropped off at the rink and, then I ended up getting sent down my 18 year old year and obviously I didn't drive. So I'm like, I have to call and be like, Hey, Craig, can you come pick me up? I, <laughs> I just got sent down. I'm going back to junior, but I don't have a ride. So obviously he came and picked me up. It was like a 25 minute drive back to, 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 to the rink to, to pick me up. And, um, you know, I know they always have my back They're They're, they're, they're pretty much family. Um, now, so I'm going to go with the Durlego family for, for always having my back. That's amazing. Did they put cranberry sauce on the table at Thanksgiving? Do you remember? I, I, I'm sure they do. They they always put up a good feed. Good. That's one for me. That's one for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the billet family on my side, Strutty. You must have had some billets save your arse a few times here and there in the day, pal. You know, I, I think just for when you have a really good relationship with your billets, it's it's they're so welcoming and they'll do yeah. anything for you and they spoil you. You know, like you and it it's nice. Now I appreciate it as a fa- as a dad as a as a, as a father. Uh, when I went away, you know, I was, I was 18, so it wasn't like I was a baby at 15 or 16, but, uh, my billet family there, they, they looked after me so well and spoiled me and like anything I wanted to eat. And I'm sure I overate my, what they had were paid to, to do. Um, but now I really appreciate that. And, you know, if my kids ever went away for any reason, I hope that they'd have the same support from their billet family. So that's great to hear from Shaifa. I love it. Yeah, good stuff. By the way, if anybody wants to send us a Got Your Back story, we'll actually read yours on the air. We've done it before. Mm. So it's gybpod at gmail.com. That's gybpod at gmail.com. If you got a cool story about somebody that backed you up sometime, um, that's why we're named Got Your Back, at least part of the reason why. So send us a story and we will read it on the air. Uh, By the way, if you haven't checked out the Got Your Back NHL pod before, it's Pierre Lebrun and I, Mike Johnson often joins us. Struds, you hop in there now and then. Generally once a week, we get some great guests, some great storytelling. So check that out. It's available on all platforms, but it's a separate podcast feed than this one. So you have to subscribe, Uh, but it is available on the same YouTube page as well. All right, that'll wrap up. Takeaways brought to you by Redefined Health. When we come back, we're going to get to your comments on the stream and our ask us anything and coming up next strutty's world very short break we'll be right back if you own or operate a business you know the value of a great employee just ask shogger pathfind is here to help you find your next star player to help take your business to the next level pathfind can help with recruitment career transition leadership coaching they truly have your whole team covered Building you a championship caliber roster. Find your team's path forward at pathfind.ca. Long Shots Golf is the destination for both golf enthusiasts and sports fans. Top-of-the-line TrackMan simulators provide a highly entertaining and accurate golf experience, while a full-service sports bar loaded with big screens and scratch kitchen make it a truly unique destination. They have locations in Sherwood Park and Edmonton. Experience the best indoor golf and sports bar in town. Visit longshots.ca. That's longshots with a Z.ca. 
when you make a mistake, heads should roll. It's not right. And I'm here. Someone has to put their foot down. Now that I say it out loud, it does sound a little crazy. Guy look good. God, I look good. I love that. That's the best soundbite we have on the pod. Uh, time now for Struddy's World, brought to you by my brothers, ELR Vinyl, Fencing, and Decking. They have locations in Calgary and in Edmonton. Struddy, we have a surprising number of people that listen to this podcast in Calgary. There's actually a ton of them. Our analytics show, like we are province-wide, man. So hello to our faithful listeners in southern Alberta. Did you know there's a DLR vinyl in Calgary as well? So there's a branch here in Edmonton that Rick runs and a branch down in Calgary that Rob runs. And they sell maintenance-free fencing and decking. They want to make your life easier because if you hate staining and sanding and painting, well, they can help you with that, right? Tear out the wood, put in the vinyl, call my brothers. They'll help you get it done, and it'll be well worth it. I've got it in my backyard. They put it in for me. I don't know if they'll come put yours in, but they put mine in. But dlrvinylproducts.ca is the website, so check it out. Struddy, what's on your mind tonight, my man? Well, I've shifted gears, actually. I had a plan to talk about the orders as a whole, but I, I, I've got to get something off my chest, so bear with me. I respect incredible records. You know, records like uh, the most touchdowns shown in NFL history or the all-time you know, points leader in the NBA, all-time goal leader. We know we have Alex the Great uh, chasing down Wayne Gretzky. Those are massive things and, and just great records. I don't know why, but it's always bothered me when people talk about, you know, maybe club records or team records that are not even close to the top line NHL records. So Leon Dreisettle's an incredible player and obviously a Hall of Famer. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. I believe he is around 129 power play goals. So that moves him to the first place within the Empton Oilers, which is, it's, it's a great thing. But people are asking and talking about and tweeting about that this guy now has the record for the Oilers. Just keep in mind, Alex Ovechkin has 299 power play goals. Uh, the big guy, Leon, has 129, which is really impressive. But he's over 170 or 170 points or goals away on the power play from the all-time record. He just broke through the top 100. It's incredible. He's still a young guy. He's got a lot of traction. I'm sure he's going to fly up that list over the next number of years. I have no doubt about it. But let's not talk about records, team records. I just don't like it. it just I don't get it. Shogger, Zuby, I don't understand it. I don't understand why we make a big deal of it. If you want to talk about National League records or NBA records or fastest man on the planet record or most defensive title or defense uh, title defenses in the UFC, I can get behind that. But it just doesn't make sense. Like, oh, this it just I'm it's my pet peeve. I don't want to hear it about anymore. I'm out. I'm out, boys. Okay. We have been fairly grumpy on a night where the Oilers got their first win. That's my first thought here, Zuby, is, and I mean, we're being very realistic, right? We're, we're bringing the goods as we see it. This is an unnecessarily negative take on oh. something that is, Jeez. I think, is fairly notable. The Oilers are one of the most, pro in their history, they have some of the most prolific offensive players the game has ever seen. Truly. So any record that Leon Dreisaitl can snag from any one of those all-timers, I think it's okay to make a bit of a deal of it, Struddy. Don't, I mean, am I wrong, Zuby? Is he just being super Grinch or, or is it me? 
I get the general sentiment that team records like, oh, fastest three goals by one player in the second period or whatever, like <laughs> stuff like that is nonsense. But I totally get what you're saying, Ryan. And in this case, I, I agree with you because this is a, a team with a history of this, of the Gretzky Curry power play and these great power plays. And, and so it seems a little bit more important, I think, I mean, because I'm, of that history. I'm a big fan of the word notable. I use it all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's notable. You're <laughs> mentioning your notability. Mentioning my notability. Yeah. And I think that these are more than just notable. I think they're highly mentionable, Struds. So <laughs> I, I'm not sure where the yeah, level yeah. of frustration comes from. Okay. I mean, what, let, let me ask you a couple of questions. Who is okay. the all-time points leader for the Vancouver Canucks? Oh, you're going to quiz me right now. Who, who's know. the all-time penalty leader for the Washington Capitals? Which goalie has the most wins for the Minnesota Wild? Like, nobody cares. Nobody cares about individual club records. It doesn't matter. It gotta doesn't be, matter. Got to be a Sedin for the... For the <laughs> Subi's yeah. going to try it. I, I do have one answer to those. Yeah. Uh, the Rockets... All-time point leader. Zuby probably knows that. But nobody cares. And, and, and this is not – I'm not slighting Leon Dreisel. No, I know I, you're I, not. I've acknowledged how many times I think he's an amazing player. Right. But unless it's a National League record, it doesn't matter. Like Leon yeah. right now, I think he's 98th all-time for power play goals. He may finish top 50. He may finish higher. I'm not sure. But what he's accomplished is incredible. But he's 100th, nearly just inside 100. And we are talking about acknowledging about this record. So would you rather that it just be like mentioned and move on? You're yeah. just you're not comfortable with the amount it's, of attention that it's right. getting and the amount of oh, so it, mention it. Yeah. It's notable. Move on. <laughs> I, would, I would not. I would not use the word notable. I'd say, by the way, Leon Draus moved into first place all time for the Oilers power play goals, and continuing on in the play. Let's continue. Looking <laughs> Let's at move it. on. Like, I just don't get it. Like I, 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 you know, like just for instance, do you know what the fastest runner of all time from Spain is? What they run the hundred meter in? I have no idea. I'm sure they have a national record. Nobody cares. The Icelandic hundred meter. No one cares how fast that guy or girl ran. Some but people are numbers people, though. I mean, there is a no. huge segment of people that follow no. this sport, Zuby, that that like numbers and they they enjoy numbers and they revel in numbers. Like Gregor's a big numbers guy, right? Gregor's always talking about different records and stuff, and that kind of floats his boat. And I would guess there are people on the stream that it floats their boat as well. And so I just maybe it's just kind of the the I'm not a big numbers guy, but these don't these don't offend me quite as much. You're you're kind of Clint Eastwood with a shotgun on your front lawn, old man, right now. No, I, just a little bit, bud. <laughs> not because I'm in, very interested about Ovechkin breaking Gretzky's record. I never thought someone would break that record ever. I, I never thought. So what is he seventy yeah. something away, whatever it is, or whatever the number is? Uh, that's really interesting to me. But that is a record that we never saw. We we think we'd see drop. Mm. Do we not think that the Oilers' power play goal record would drop? Like, was it insurmountable? All right. Your uh, objection is noted. It's not it noted. Is notable. I, re, I retract your noted. I don't want to be noted <laughs> or notable. Don't put me in if you're notable. This is, is it really bugging you? Fact. This is a, no, I like your notable. I love when you say it, except when it annoys me. And this is annoying time. It's kind because, of annoying you right now. No, no because <laughs> this isn't notable. This is fact. I'm, I'm yeah. expressing fact. Right. We're going to come up with a segment on the podcast called Notable. So if there's oh. anybody out there that wants to sponsor the podcast, send us oh. an email, gybpod Notable. at gmail.com. <laughs> Notable is going to be the next segment on this podcast. We're looking for a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Struddy is just going to shake his head for the entire thing. Zuby, you got a poll up, right? 
I did put a poll up to see, I, but you know what? I misphrased it. I should have said, is it notable? I said, does it matter? Oh, <laughs> that's a missed opportunity yeah. by you, bud. It's notable. Uh, my brain only works in one speed and it's, <laughs> so. it's notable. You didn't right. include notable in the poll. It is. Indeed. All right. That was a very grumpy, curmudgeonly, no. old man-ish version of Struddy's World brought to you by DLR Vinyl Products, locations in Calgary and in Edmonton. Okay, our final segment of the podcast. I never had a chance to talk to Rini, the shark of the park, and get approval from her on the uh, music that we have added to her sponsor read. But Zuby, I'm going to make an executive decision. She's coming to Long Shots on Thursday night. So I'll have oh, yeah. a chance to ask her. The shark of the park will be there. So that nice. alone is reason to come to Long Shots. We'll find out if she approves of the music or not. And we'll let you know during the podcast on Thursday night. But our Ask Us Anything segment is brought to you by the Shark of the Park, where all the music Zuby. Rini Buchlan of Maxwell Devonshire Realty. Whether you're buying or selling a home, your success hinges upon the expert advice and services provided by your real estate agent. This is scaring people for sure. People are not associating a positive feeling with Rini when we use this music. <laughs> Listen to this. This is the part. This is like Joe. I mean, like that movie. By Spielberg. <laughs> she is committed to providing clients with professional services based on experience, knowledge, and skills. Call Rini for a no-obligation quote, 780-994-0280. She will be at Long Shots on Thursday. Come chat with her. If you've got a house you're thinking about selling, she'll be there. It's notable that she's going to be there. <laughs> it is. I don't know about that music. I can't imagine a scenario where she approves further use of that music. It gets a little out of hand here, but there's that one moment. I think the timing was good where it sounds right. just like that uh, shark movie. By Enough Steve of this nonsense. Uh, we're going to go to Ask Us Anything in the Weiss Johnson YouTube mentions. Zuby, I am going to do a little bit of uh, a little bit of an, a punishment that's going to have to come down here for this edition of Ask Us Anything. There was a chirp earlier on the stream that uh, we never talked about. It came in. It was very heavy-handed almost to the point of being unkind, and we don't like that here on the podcast. So, Curb84, you're in the penalty box for this entire Ask Us Anything segment. Zuby, nothing. Oh, yeah. And Curb, we love you. You're on every night. You're loyal, and we appreciate it. But give me some tough love here. you got to keep it between the lines. Well, sort of, for the most part, between the lines. So, no Curb84 tonight, uh, Zuby. He's not on my list. He's he's all chirps. He's not... He's, it's not getting us to the questions. But he's loyal. We Dig love him because oh, yeah. he's loyal. But Absolutely. he's just a little out of hand tonight. So Absolutely. anyways, let's go. Let's let's get to it. Okay, a couple of um I want to run down a few really good comments to kind of give you the range on the uh, on the goalie situation. Yep. JL says was nice for a change for the opposition to be out goalied for once. Neil mm -hmm. Garrity says Campbell deserves to be rewarded for his play tonight. Steve Willishan says you need to go back to Campbell, see if he can go on a run, let him feel like he's the number one. Brendan August says you give Skinner a shot to redeem his poor game. Steve Willishan says 14 games in November. Both goalies are going to play regardless. Brendan August says I think you get a motivated Skinner if you play him. And uh, Andy Cherwanka says got to reward Soup for that performance. Um, so some great stuff, you know, some all, all over. Everyone's all over the map. All you over know, the map. They're feeling different. If we had better show continuity, that would have been the poll that we put up. Who would you be starting next game? Though I think it would be like 95% Campbell. Hey, Strudz? Oh, yeah. I think this is the easiest choice. Like, again, 
Yeah, I, I, I've said it many times, but it's so annoying when you win a game and then you change the lines or pull people out. Like it's just, especially when you've lost the first two games mm-hmm. and not that they have a lot of choices for players. I mean, you know who it's either one goal or the other or Vinny Darnay. Like, it's not like there's a lot of guys, but I like just the idea of guys run it through again. Good job. We'll see you on Thursday night. I agree. Dave 904 says it's notable that Shogger has some extra red lips tonight. <laughs> I, I didn't notice that. <laughs> did you notice that stress? It's funny. Did he have uh, some, uh, What's that uh, punch, uh, Hawaiian punch? Did you have no. that on the way? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. A couple of bags of Hawaiian that. punch. I Maybe they're a little that. bit chopped, those strides. I need to get oh, the – uh, and I know you would never let that happen with oh. you and your chapstick obsession. I got some here, yeah. though. I've got have one in my pocket. Have you ever used the uh, Eucerin? No, I, I wouldn't put that All on right. my lips. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't put that on the outside of my truck. What do you use, though, there, Strez? What's your brand? You're in there. It's, uh, uh, it's Lip Medic Blistex. Oh, okay. Blistex. Yes. Yeah. You wouldn't put it on oh, the outside of your truck. All right, oh, Zuby, keep coming with the comments. I'm going to apply some uh, some bomb here. Okay, a couple on this topic. JL, uh, Woody must watch Strutty's World PP2 actually got on the ice with 60 seconds left in a power play. And uh, piggybacking that original poser says, Strutty must have loved seeing PP3 and PP4 out there late. <laughs> Not and sure why Ernie got some cherry PP time over Holloway, though. So that oh, was in the third right period. There. But Struddy, the tail end of that point. Yeah. Did you notice that? Right. No I Holloway yeah. on either of the units. Yeah. Yeah. So, so well, that. yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, he made that mistake a little earlier, but still. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a third period night. They got that penalty, or the Nashville did. I knew they were rolling out PP2. And then PP3 rolls out there. I'm like, I know someone's going to say something. And I, I love it. But if you now just look at the ice time, it's so much better. Now it's a 6 1 win. So let's not get too crazy. Uh, but I honestly, guys, I might have shut down Leon O'Connor um, way earlier um, and let the, and just play the hell out of those other three lines uh, to get them up and get their minutes up. I mean, Connor played less than 18 minutes tonight, I think. What did he play? He did, but he was still playing the third, right? And, yeah. and I know Leon's going for a hat trick. I get that, but. You know, it's like points night, bud. You can't I know. shut down your one and two goal point getters in the league on points night. But you, I know, but that's that's the thing. You, but that's the night you play everybody else a ton, so they can get points, right. so they can feel good about themselves, right? Like I, right. I get it, and I, and I, I do feel a bit scroogey when I say that. But you, you've got to get everyone else feeling good about themselves too. They need four lines, right? So I, I like the minutes distribution tonight, but honestly, it's a six-one win, so hmm. it, it was inevitable. Okay, um, not quite broke says, uh, I like that we didn't notice Broberg much this game. Just a quiet, solid game from him, although I did miss the first 10 minutes. And uh, piggybacking that, Davin says, what did you notice from Bo- Broberg? I feel like we're seeing snippets. Tougher shift. Tough start for him, but it was for a bunch of players. And then I thought he was, I thought he was okay after that, Struds. Another solid night for him. Under 15 minutes. Four block shots, plus two. Yeah. What'd you see, man? Well, getting those pluses, I know that people don't love counting that anymore, but it's so good when you're on the ice. Oh, you take what you can get when you're broke, man. Yeah. Well, uh, just, but I mean, it just feels good. Like a plus two just feels good. Like I hate it when we win seven nothing and you'd be even, right? You're like, God, why could that? You'd be a plus three or four. You're just rocketing. You're just feeling so good. So I think that's a positive step for him. And I I thought it was, I wouldn't say he was incredible. I say he was there and, and, and did well. Um, but it's just another building block, right? Just keep on building, keep on building. And I, I'm, I'm sure that Ekholm's in his ear 
uh, every pre and post game. Knuckles9797 says Broberg looks faster. I think he definitely does than he did at the start of last year, right? He came back a little bit. I think he bulked up a little bit. He was still yeah. in good shape, but I think he tried to strengthen and lost that little bit of a step, and he needed to go refine that, and I think he brought it back this year. And defending with his feet, like get up the ice and have a tighter gap and yeah. and and kind of, uh, what do they call it, surf. So if you're the right D and and the puck's coming up the left side, like surf across and, and, and skate forward and just cut that guy off before he even gets to the red line. Like you're such a good skater. Uh, and the guy beside you can skate as well. So... Um, that's what I'd like to see more from, from him. Use, take advantage of that amazing skating ability. Absolutely. Uh, Zuby, wrap up the segment with the results of the poll. Is Strugs being a grumpy old Gromperton, or is there something to what he's saying? Do these records matter? Are they more than notable? 43, vo- 43 votes, 70, uh, 67% say Leon's power play goals record matters 32 percent say it does not matter interesting all right there you go 67 percent and norm camp gets the last comment sorry strutty gretz wanted to play every minute of every game and slats agreed 97 isn't going to get 170 sitting on the bench and knuckles says he (laughs) agrees these guys have lofty lofty goal struts i think you got to be careful where you sit them down Trying to win, trying to get everybody going, right? I, I always take a team view, and I, I, I was not a goal scorer, so I'd be different. I'd be interested to see what Rob Brown thinks. Should you sit him down in the third period to run the other three lines like crazy? I like it. We'll try and get Brownie on again soon. All right, that was Ask Us Anything, brought to you by Rini Buclan, Shark of the Park. Time for our final segment, Gem of the Day. Strutty, we're going to put this one in your court, although I've got a couple of suggestions for you. Gem of the Day brought to you by Edmonton's most iconic home for everything sport. You know the name. You love the shop. You walk in, it feels like home. United Sport and Cycle. It's been around forever. Sticks and skates and masks and pads, and they get you outfitted. Whatever you love to do in your spare time, they love to get you outfitted and get you up and running. So go check them out, unitedsport.ca. Struddy, what do you got, buddy? I'm going to go back, and I hope that Zuby can pull it up. The clip from uh, Mr. Uh, Campbell, uh, the goaltender of the Oilers, ah. and how he is feeling this year and how he's changed from last year. You got that there, Zoops? Yep. Let's Hit rack it. it. Understanding, you know, the difference between me last year and this year and over the course of my career is like, you know, I guess it was learning that there are great players in the league and – Obviously, I've always known that, but having the mindset I'm going to be perfect and everything's going to go great every night is um, almost arrogant. You know, it's like sometimes they're going to make great plays and, and score on me. So, um, you know, not being okay with that, but just uh, understanding sometimes sometimes you're not going to have a great night, and that's what happened. And love it, great clip from Jack Campbell um, to wrap up the night. Roll the music, Zuby. Zuby, roll the music. Five to seven seconds too late on that. Right yeah. at the end of that Jack Campbell clip, and you rolled the music, it would have just been, hey, Struds, would have yeah, been such I, a smooth transition. Yeah, that's yeah, notable. Do you want Normally to know the, the technical reason why that wasn't possible? No. That, okay. No, Good Zuby, night, I don't want excuses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, not, yeah. it's not an excuse. It's not notable. It's fact, just like Struds tells you facts. <laughs> it is fact. Uh, somebody in the stream said the gem of the day has to be Struds in the Nielsen show chat this morning. 
Were oh. you mucking about in the Nielsen Show chat room? I listened. You lonely, lonely human. <laughs> so I listened and I was listening. I was listening. I was driving and listening, and they were talking about. Uh, I don't know how it came up. Which media personality would you want to take to jail if you went to jail? Uh, to kind of have a group. So I said, I'd pick Gregor. He'd distract the guards with telling that their billy cubs are too short or too long. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone just died. It was pretty funny. We um, had a great conversation a few years ago in the media room, Struds. We're standing in there and it was packed. And there was a group of us standing around. And uh, we said, guys, if they closed the doors and it was just us in here, like, and it was go time to the death, who would be the last guy walking out of here? And it's like me and Speck and like, I don't think John McKinnon was around back then. And like a big group of us. And we were throwing out ideas and stuff. I can't remember who had the line though. And he was there for it. And he had a laugh too. He said, I don't know who the last one to walk out would be, but I can tell you who the first one dead would be. And we all looked at Stoff and everybody <laughs> started killing themselves laughing. Oh, that was a great, a, a great, great moment. We love you, Bobby. We're just playing around, buddy. So good. Great guy. Good, good. This was lots of fun. Thanks for your contributions on the stream. Uh, awesome. Lots of fun on the podcast. We're going to drop another one Thursday uh, on location at Long Shot. So come on down. Say hello. If any of you guys are in the Sherwood Park area or Edmonton, you want to drive in, we'd love to shake a few hands and say hello, watch some hockey, and then have some more fun on the podcast. Big thanks to our sponsors and our title sponsor, Sherwood Buick GMC, Zuby. You were okay tonight. You were okay. Still a little tired from your birthday. E Could have been better. Could have been better. Yeah. I liked it. I thought you were great, Zuby. Thanks, it's a It's a record. Let's give him a record. Let's just... <laughs> hey, it's his best one ever. Most give shows ever produced, produced on Got Your Back. <laughs> yeah. On Got Your Back, Y-E-G specifically. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, land the plane, Rashog. We're out. Thanks for tuning in. Talk soon. We ran out of music. We ran out of music. That it's extra started so over. Long. I'm playing it with the with the yeah. lyrics. Here we go. Oh, this one's got the lyrics. Yeah. It's got a little jam to it, eh? Hey! Little choir music. There's a rap coming up here too, isn't there, Juby? Everybody yeah. want what we got. Living so good like Viva. Grin so big and cheesing. Yeah, we dreamers and we dreaming. Ripple is an understatement. I like it. Have a good night, everybody. Oh, I'm not sure about that. That's a little weird. Uh, not, not sure on the hook.